when we do a podcast, it's weird that we both... Who speaks first? Oh, you. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Put that in so that you spoke first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, watch fam? I'm Christian, the curator of the Theo and Harris Watch Shop. My name is Michael. And this is my podcast voice. It's much lower. All right. So what are we, uh, are we talking about? Well, the big news is that... Well, the big news is really that... Piaget is rising or whatever, and you talked about it, and then I started looking at watches, then I went down, not the Piaget route. Well, I did go down the Piaget route, but I went down the 60s, 70s, 80s, ultra-thin watch phase of the big and three. And precious metal. And precious metal of the big three. Yes. And I was like, these are some of the most beautiful watches that I've the, ever seen. The, the big three? Are you trying to like be like agnostic? Are you trying to not sound I don't religious? want to bring religious in. The, I guess it is paid. The holy trinity. <laughs> no, but I got super into it and I didn't know. There was one watch that was like really, I was like, this is the craziest watch I've ever seen. And it didn't have the stick hands, which I don't like. like they're like leashy hands. Yeah. They, yeah. These ones had- like, This is the Vacheron? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Well, because it was like, all these other watches were great. And then there was this Vacheron, which I found on Antiquorum, yes. like the old thing for yep. it. And it was the exact same watch. You could tell with like the specs on the dial. Yep. And I was like, this is the craziest, most beautiful watch I think I've ever seen in my entire life. I made the guy an incredibly low ball offer and then he accepted it like in like two seconds. Yeah. Michael, which means it wasn't incredibly low ball. <laughs> you basic, no, you basically paid gold weight. I mean, yeah. that guy, it depends on when he bought it, but it paid gold weight. Yeah, probably. Or essentially gold weight, $200 over gold weight. Yeah. And you paid essentially, you know, again, you have to include, you bought it on eBay. So there are buyer's premiums yeah, yeah. there. Yep. Um, but like you ba- you essentially paid like 300 bucks over gold weight. Yeah, it's cool. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. We're one of the most beautiful watches ever. And I showed Taylor a picture of it and she said, oh my God. And Taylor doesn't like watches. And it's because you are ahead of the curve. Yes. That's it. Yeah. I always wonder if it's curve or curb. It is curve for sure. No well, I wouldn't be so sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't get ahead of the curve there. Don't get ahead uh, of the curve. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're a couple hundred bucks over gold weight, generally speaking, generally speaking, yep. um, for some oddballs. Obviously, once you get into like the big brands, you're paying obviously a premium I mean, for the quality. Right. It's crazy. Right. But when you're, when you're talking about VC, Patek, um, uh, PC, Patek, Rolex, you you can get you can be prepared to like oh, pay premiums oh, you happen to not yeah right, um but right. but you can you can like you can be prepared someone said to me the other day like well you know why you're all why why not just pay the gold weight you know you're, you're just buying it i'm like what do you think a sub is worth? Yeah. <laughs> a stainless steel sub. Yeah, you know, there's how much stainless... If you melted down the stainless steel, you stupid fuck. You hit 15 cents. Oh, point. get out of here. Interesting. Know? Yeah, but think about it like that. Interesting take. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't mean from you, I mean from the guy. It's like, of yeah. course it's worth more than that. It's also one of those things a friend of ours basically said like, you know, Rolex and Omega and stuff like that, the watchmakers there are incredibly talented, but they have to do so much like just brunt work of yeah. like, here's this movement, like here's the Speedmaster movement, yeah. just put it together. Yeah. Like, and they're so talented that it's like, where do you see the value at, at that stage for those? Because it's not steel, yeah. the movement they put together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, that's all on, it's all on research and tech. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm not saying it's not Sorry. worth it. I meant in that similar, like when people are saying you should pay the, the gold. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's, you know, it's six grand for a stainless steel, you know, watch with, uh, with a chronograph movement that if you actually cost it out, it's probably costing them, you know, 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. but, but But it's totally worth it that the Speedmaster, for using that example, is priced extremely appropriately. I, oh, I have yeah. a hard time just understanding why the Speedmaster is 6,000. They told us 14. Adding to that Samarinar argument, like the steel is not worth much. And it's like, yeah. it's not this guy that's also perfectly crafting something. Right. Like those are a little easier to make. Like, right. 
You can't define value that way when it comes to watches. It's research, it's polishing, it's the of course. But I wanted to see, I can't really describe, I don't know the words for this watch. As, okay. as in like so technical. Obviously, words. we're not on camera here. So let's, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll do my best to describe it. Okay. Yes. So you're looking at what is, um, this is a, it's a rectangle, right? It's not a square. Yep. Right. Yep. It's a rectangle. Um, and the entire, it's all white gold. And the entire finish is like this almost basket weave white gold, like kind of herringbone, um, uh, finish that, um, that is, that is, I mean, just wild and decadent and crazy. Including the, the case. The, including the case. The dial is silver but somewhere between silver and white but it is silver correct yeah and uh the hands and roman numerals are like black leaf uh or the, the yeah the roman yes or hands are black leaf very decadent watch now my question is how are you gonna wear it like how are you gonna style it most casual most possible. casual yeah 100 i was thinking and i really wanted to get this watch and then i want to talk about the pjs you've been yeah, looking yeah. at but I really wanted to get this watch because I'm officiating a wedding in Italy yeah. in June. Yeah. And I was like, what am I going to wear? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? What, what are you gonna say? Dude, this, this, I'm going to read my vows. I'm going to say I did. Uh -huh. I'm going to kiss him. No, for real. What are you going to say? I don't know. You have no idea. They're coming this weekend to talk to me about it. Oh, my Because God. I was like, do you want me to be funny? Like, do you want me to try and tell jokes? Oh, okay. Do you want me to try and be funny, I should yeah. say? Yeah. And they're like, what would you feel more comfortable with? I'm at the stage now where I'm like, as long as I don't put my foot in my mouth, we'll You're be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I went to a wedding at Cipriani a couple of, a couple of months ago. Um, and it was kind of a weird wedding. It was actually all friends. It was a Chinese couple uh, and their family got caught up in fucking China because they couldn't get in through because of the virus. Sure. Which sucks. Like your family threw you a wedding and they couldn't come. Like right. that really sucks. Yeah. And it's at Cipriani. So it was, you know, it wasn't cheap. God knows. Um, but they, you know, they were. But I paid for my own. But I paid <laughs> um, so, so anyway, it was officiated by like a judge. Yeah. I, I don't know what religion they were, but it was officiated by a judge. And um, it was the weirdest thing. Really? I don't find funny like officiants. Good. It's like this isn't funny. I, yeah. I don't. That's how I feel. Whatever. Right. Like this is a fucking wedding. Like I'm. Yeah. Right. I, it was I am, conservative. I'm, I'm about to. I've ever met. I'm about to make the largest mistake of my life. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously. You know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like my priests solemn. Uh, I like my priests. You know, the wedding isn't depressing. But yeah. It's really, really close. Yeah. And yeah. the person you're marrying, their dress doesn't have a scoop neck or anything. Yeah. It's like. Basically a turtleneck yes. dropped to their neck. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the veil also is in the seat. My, my <laughs> wife is wearing a beekeeper suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> and I deflower her out. I was going to say, from your little stinger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, anyway. I mean, go ahead. Be funny. Do yeah, yeah, anyway. So you're like, but you won't be officiating my wedding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had no idea. But then I was picturing, I was like, Wow. And I don't know if I'll, as an efficient, be outstretching my arms. Right. I was just like, that watch no and the Italian sun oh. being kissed by my ever pale skin. Oh, yeah. Um, you're going gonna to be so burnt. You're going to be covered in blisters. <laughs> it's unreal. Whenever we go somewhere, I'm just incredibly burnt and you're yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What, uh, where is it? Do you know? Um, you don't know. Where's the wedding? Yeah. All right. I don't even know You're like, it's say. the fucking boot in uh, Europe. Italy. <laughs> You've never been? Yeah, you know the story. But la last week I was asked to uh, to like, come to some event, like a local event. It was like the Sicilian like heritage thing, whatever. I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Um, a meaning so is like so tied to being Sicilian. You also didn't think you were that big of a guest. It was just a local business that, that you know, had me as a guest, whatever, right. you know. And the tickets were, you know, 200 bucks or something like that. And they just oh, told me, hey, we'd love for you to come. We'd love for you to come. Like it's, you know, it's our, you'd be our guest. 
I said, all right. I felt it wasn't that I wanted the fucking free wine and the food. Yeah, the food. I really was like, okay, you're a local business. Like, I, I'm happy to come support you. You know, right. and um, it was great. It was very lovely. It was it was a lot of women there. It, it was really much more of a woman. It was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, but at one point in the night, the owner um, asked me to say a few words about my Sicilian heritage. Naturally. Uh, you know, and I, I'm not Sicilian. I don't have a Sicilian, you know, bone in my body. No. Um, and uh, so I was faced in that, this, in that moment to lie, uh, you know, or say, hey, like she, she said it in front of everyone. Like I, I would have made her look like an idiot. You right. know? And I would have, right. like I would have, it, oh. it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. So I got up there and I talked about my Sicilian heritage. What did you say? Can you get like a um, Yeah, yeah, basically. So it's an Italian store. It's an Italian business. Do it in the sense of, uh, do it with the, the same voice. With thing. my voice? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I said, um, I mean, functionally, I said, you know, thank you. Thank you all for, for getting us here together, right? For bringing us all together to us celebrate. being. Well, everyone in the room. Us Sicilians. To celebrate, uh, to celebrate our culture. Uh, my my mother's family is from uh, a town in Northern Sicily called Chefalu, and everyone starts clapping because they know where Chefalu. Is. <laughs> um, and it's a place I was I was there for like two days once, or like right, four right, days right. once. Uh, Chefalu, and uh, you know, and 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 uh, I'm just, I feel so close to my heritage uh, and to the to the soil there, and and uh, I just think it's remarkable that your business does such a a great job bringing that soil to westfield new jersey wow you make me uh you know you saved me the, you saved me the flight you know it's how long me one happy sicilian yeah, exactly i don't have a lick of sicilian blood in my body wow. and everyone was just clapping and then there was this woman who Did you really the attention who, uh, you know what i love the applause i gotta be honest with you and there was this woman that was there and she uh she was older she was in her she was in her late 60s um, and she was like actually like the keynote or whatever. Sure. And she was from a, a town called Castel Mare de Golfo, uh, which is a beautiful place. And she was stunning. Like she was a total. You've talked about her fox, a sixty-eight-year-old yeah. fox. You like older women and mothers. Yes. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So she was like the sixty-eight-year-old fox, and she had two daughters, and they were fine. Like they were pretty girls. Whatever. I was too young. You know, I wasn't interested in, in cheating on Sally with these two girls. But the mother. <laughs> oh my God. She was beautiful. They had such grace. You wow. know, such grace. Wow. You know, she looked like she was sixty-eight. She knew everything about the world, and and yet she was still a virgin. And then she couldn't spot a liar. liar. Yeah, she said she couldn't spot a liar. Exactly. But uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a great night. Did you write in your diary about the night or about the woman? I wrote about the woman. Yeah, of course, the woman. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote it. I wrote it upside down. So if Sally found my diary, she'd <laughs> That's never awesome. be able to figure it out. She'd never know until one day she saw a mirror right near your bed. Yeah, and that was reversed, but she still <laughs> got the idea. I'm like, you never just thought to flip it upside down. She's like, I would never. What are you wearing right now? Just some naked and famous. Nah, you're explorer. I'm wearing my explorer, baby. The world's most boring watch. That, is, that was one of the funniest things that you've said in a while. Yeah. This whole podcast, not this particular episode, but it's definitely going to get into stuff like talking about going from zero. Right. Like, you know, it, it really is. And that's why you and I got along so well, because we both kind of embodied that, like really going from zero and making something. Yeah. Right. And that's different. The very embarrassing stage to now the stage where people are like, well, this is pretty cool. Yes. Or, or, and the zero dollar stage. Yeah, right. The nothing. Which is the embarrassing stage yes. where everybody's like, stop doing that. 
It's embarrassing that you're posting videos that get five views. Exactly. Yeah, right. That's what you and the Iron Steel, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I've had people say to me, like, I was incredibly embarrassed with your videos, like, for months, for a year even, like, just incredibly embarrassed. Dude, stop. You got 10 views. And I was like, I thought it was going to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's definitely what, like, a large, you know, like a large theme in this. Because there, there are more people that are starting at zero than there are that are starting with, like, oh, yeah. With a ton obviously and i think that that's like the more empowering message is is you can start from zero and do something even though you may never be as rich as the kid that inherited all that money and you probably yeah. won't and it's fine yeah right. but dude your cock is so big i'm serious sorry your cock is so big when you're the guy that did it from zero oh yeah it's such a better feeling coming from zero and building something you know is and something large even is like the best feeling in the world and it's just it's just the cool it's just the coolest thing even when you're coming from nothing yeah and, and that's not always just like in your own business it could be in your own career it could be you know it could be it's really wherever yeah, right you right know? and yeah. i think that there's just fundamental like knowledge or or just behavior that if we kind of like embody you're more likely to just become not part of the pack but to stand out well because we go to a lot of events where we're seated at a table and it's like okay all of you are all decked out like you're all wearing at least fifty thousand dollars in clothes not talking about your watch like you you don't really do anything that i can tell generates any income Mm -hmm. and you have like a 12 million dollar collection yep and like you're sitting at the same table. Yep. And it's that different. And people are kissing your ass yeah exactly you know money is a false positive for success Right. Right. Like for achievement, for, for any growth. Uh, people assume, and, and those people are always ambiguous, right? People assume that you're successful. People assume that you're smart. And oftentimes it means the exact opposite. You know, it means yeah. the exact, oftentimes, not yeah, always, but oftentimes it means the exact opposite, you know? And uh, so that's kind of going to be like the, 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 the overarching message of this. The overarching message is zero. Be, all the times I've said to you, what if, so what if they do? What do they And do? you go, please. Please. <laughs> yeah. Please. But it's going to be great. We're talking about watches and we're talking about, you know, kind of like making something out of yourself, and I think that's you know, yeah. yeah, you know. So as proud as I am of 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 myself, and as much as I respect myself, uh, I, I I you know I, I respect you literally just as much, if not more, on, on often very often. So uh, so anyway, that's why I never wanted to be just watches. Like I yeah, definitely right. like you know want to. Uh, not that you're looking for a platform to talk about yourself, but I think it's interesting. I think it's useful. And I think that it, it becomes now a moral duty. It becomes like almost a public service to share stories about people who, you know, just fucking like kind of grabbed life by the balls, you know, because it's not a common thing to do. It's just not. Yeah, right. You know, and I'm going to interview Sam in a couple of days and someone that's really trying to do it, really try it. You know, Your best friend Sam. My best friend Sam. Yep. You know, so it's interesting. You know, we're talking about a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. All right. Get out of here. Go home. You go home. Yeah, you go home. No, 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 no. You go home.